in the mm. movie, I'm like 16 years old. And um, it's a scene where all of them were going to get raped. That's when I realized that a lot of things going on in the world are yeah. like, like, this is like insane. I, I was looking at this and I was like, what is what, what would be if I was actually in this situation? Like, what mm -hmm. would have happened to me? Just listen to yourself. Listen what you want to do in life and set up a goal. Like, set up a goal for yourself. If you want to do something, do it. Don't listen to others. Like, I've been listening to my dad for the for my whole life. I do thank him for a lot of things, but, like, I don't want anyone to live my life because mm. when, for example, when I die, like, I want to, <laughs> like, I want to be remembered and mm. I want to be remembered by the people I grew up with, mm. by the Kazakh nation, like, and not the America, because I wasn't born here, and mm -hmm. it's not my country. My home country is Kazakhstan, and I want to be remembered by those people. I want to know that I left some sort of impact. A legacy, I, yeah. Yeah. Hello, and welcome back to the Bigger Picture Podcast. I'm your host, Chan and Zhao, and today I'm very lucky to be joined with a Kazakh actress, Amira. Yo, What's you. up? Thank you for having me, Chan. <laughs> of course. Welcome to the pod. So why did you decide to become an actress? Well, I've always wanted to be an actress since I was like three years old. I would talk to my dad and be like, oh, I really want to be an actress, dad. And then right. my mm -hmm. first time when I actually like did something, it was um, my freshman year actually, or before that, I went to LA mm -hmm. and I went to a studio. It's actually a really popular studio. Claire Chubbuck was the main person and she was basically mm, teaching people how to act. Mm -hmm. And I was really interested in that. I lived in LA for a month mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, this is this is what I want to do. This is the thing. Mm. That's where it started. Interesting. So w was there anything that inspired you as a kid? Like a, a person, a role model, or you just somehow just knew at three years old that... <laughs> Did you see a movie or like... What was I don't have... I don't have like a role model. Like uh -huh. I do have like a lot of um, famous... Like, act, like actresses, but not mm -hmm. like actors, actors. Um, and they are actually Kazakh, so mm -hmm. I don't know if you would know them. Mm -hmm. But it was really interesting how my family would always be like, um, Amira, I think you're you're going to be like a great actress. Mm -hmm. Because I would set up plays in my house um, just actually? like randomly. Yeah, and they would be like, wow, this is like really good. And then Like I, you would design your own plays or you would just act in your house or... What do you mean by plays? I would literally... Okay, so there are five... Like, I have five siblings. Okay. And wow. um, we would, like, for the New Year's or something, we would have, like, a whole, like, play. Mm -hmm. And um, we would, like, assign roles. Mm -hmm. And this was the first time, I think, my dad was, like, Amira, I see, like, the talent. Mm -hmm. And then um, I went to, like, a camp, just, like, just, like a random camp. Okay. And um, we were also, like, acting a lot. Yeah. And this was the first time they were, like, out of, like, everyone, there were, like, 100 people. And they chose me to, to act, like, as, like, to have, like, a main role. And I was like, wow, okay, 
I think I think this is going somewhere. Mm-hmm. I come back home, I act in front of my parents, and then they're like, "You should like keep on <laughs> doing this." And okay. then they send me to LA. Oh, that's so interesting. And I mean, right now you're starring in a movie right now, um, Bodyguard, right? Mm-hmm. I am. What, what's what, what what role do you have? Um, so I'm basically okay. The movie is about um. It's about two people actually. So the main, like the main roles, are me, which is I'm the daughter mm. of um, like a really, really, like sketchy person who <laughs> deals with like drugs and drug dealing, mm-hmm. and um, I am the girl that they actually have to save from a lot of things that happen in the movie. I don't want to spoil anything if oh, anyone's yeah, gonna watch it. <laughs> is the movie out yet or not yet? It Almost. is out. It, it, it is. was out in December twenty second, but oh. the English subtitled subtitles will be out in um, April sixteenth. Okay. And so I'm the main character. Like I have the main role. Okay. Um, and there's another guy who's the bodyguard, uh-huh. and he also has the main role. So he's like saving me from a lot of things. That's so interesting. So you're already getting a main role. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so how did how did you get that role? It Okay, w- so was I it basically Well, yeah. okay, I started auditioning when I was about thirteen mm-hmm. years old. I started auditioning for actually more of like American stuff because mm-hmm. I was in LA. I was like, why don't I try that? Mm-hmm. And then I came back to Kazakhstan and I was like, this is my home country. I should do something here too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a lot of commercials, like American commercials. And then I come back mm-hmm. to Kazakhstan. My dad is like, oh, you should, you should actually do something about this. Mm-hmm. And then um, he gets like a huge like message because he has a connection with uh, a really famous director, director in okay. Kazakhstan. And he was like, oh, I heard your um, daughter is doing a lot of acting and mm-hmm. I have this like huge project coming up. Mm. And so I actually wanted to do it my freshman year mm-hmm. and COVID oh, obviously. Yeah. And so we couldn't do that. We couldn't have like a, like any places to like film the, the f- movie. And so I was like, oh, then maybe I'll do it next year. And so next year we get this whole message and they're like, oh, we have this movie set up for you. It's called The Bodyguard. Mm -hmm. So I come in and there's another girl that actually wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. There was another girl and I had like a huge competition there and I was like, oh, like, I don't know if I'm going to get the role. Uh And so I come in and they're like, you, we have to like cut your hair. We have to like do oh. a lot of things with your face. We have to change your whole style. And I was like, oh, oh wow. this is like, my, yeah. I have to change. I have to do something about myself. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, okay. Wait, change your face as in well, surgery or? No, 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 no. no. Or like, just do like a lot decoration of decoration like, or, yeah, or makeups. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. like, um, I have to look like I'm really young. Yeah. And if you watch the movie, I'm actually really young there. And I look like I'm, literally 14 years old okay. and so they wanted to do that and so they were like you have to do this you have to do that okay so that was really hard but then uh-huh. i was like okay i'll do it i'll do it yeah. and um i actually did auditions through um this like person i had to sing i had to dance and i had to act sing dance and yeah and i had to like send those like all of those videos to like this like person mm-hmm. and then he would like look at it and decide like if it's me or the other girl. Oh, so you had all this process. But why do you need to sing and dance? Did you have scenes where you had to sing? Okay, actually, the movie was supposed to be 
like a whole different story was supposed to be like about like a really really young girl that is like 10 years old but i don't look 10 years old. like i'm not gonna act yeah. in the movie then. Oh, yeah and so i was like um um, like I asked dad I was like how do I audition for this mm-hmm. and he was like you have to sing in the movie actually you have to mm. sing and you have to like dance because like they're going to be showing your skills and I was like oh, like what oh. and then in like a month they changed the whole thing like they oh. changed the whole movie yeah and they took me and they were like okay you don't have to sing you don't have to dance but you have to know how to ride a horse <laughs> and I was like, bro, what? you're changing the whole thing now? And I actually knew how to do that because uh-huh. I'm Kazakh and Kazakh people know how to do that. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, sure. And um, this girl's actually a professional actress. And I was uh-huh. like, I have no chance of getting uh-huh. into this like main role. Uh-huh. And my dad get, gets back to me with like this answer. And then he was like, you're in. And I'm like, oh, well, great. That's... That must be a great feeling, though. That was a great feeling. I was like, <laughs> finally, finally, bro. That and, I mean, to film this movie, it, it definitely would be challenging, right? Because you're still in school, in NMH. And there's no way, like, the crew above the NMH to do some scenes, right? So you, you, so you would probably only do in breaks, right? In holidays? Um, it was last summer. And uh-huh. it took us about two months and a half. And we filmed literally every single day. I had no time to do anything else. Mm. It was like a huge process. And I thought I was going to quit. Like in the middle of it, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Because mm. I didn't sleep. I didn't like, I didn't eat. I couldn't do anything. Mm. I didn't have any like free time to do anything else. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, is this going to be my whole life? Mm-hmm. Like I can't, can't do this. Yeah. I told my mom, I was like, I'm literally going to quit right now. She uh-huh. was like, no, Amir, don't do this. Mm-hmm. And then it got easier. Like, I got into this, and I actually, I, like, went into the role, and every single day, I thought I was this person who was acting in the movie. Like, Um, I thought I was this girl. Like, like, you became the person. I literally became her. Yeah. I mean, I think that's one thing for actors, is actors or actresses need to really get into the personality and get into the 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 role and but then with different movies or different things you have to change a lot so you definitely need to know a lot of skills right you do yeah obviously so how did you sort of develop all these skills as you say because you said you you dance you you sing how did you develop this i don't know what was it like this this big arsenal of just <laughs> skills I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna thank my dad for all of this right now uh-huh. but my whole life i've been doing something there wasn't a time i was like just re- like relaxed and i wasn't doing anything but i was like focusing on performing arts more mm-hmm. and uh, i did a lot of gymnastics i did a lot of dance when i was young and i went to a lot of competitions and I actually was singing a lot also um, in front of, like, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to quit when I came to NMH. But before oh, that, no. I did a lot of that. Like, I I don't know. I can't imagine my life without, like, doing some sort of, like, arts. Did So did your dad force you to, to do all this? Or did you want to do it yourself? Or is it sort of mutual? Okay, he actually forced me to do sports. He forced me to do, like, skiing, swimming, all of that. And I thank him for that. But um, <laughs> when I said I want to dance, he was like, no, you mm-hmm. can't do it. And then I was like, 
um what about singing he was like yeah sure you, you can go ahead and do that and as i started see- singing i was like oh well if i sing i should know how to dance mm-hmm. and then i talked to him and i was like i should do dance now mm-hmm. and then he was like yeah sure and i was about mm-hmm. like 13 years old and i was like yeah i think i should try myself in that too mm-hmm. and i started dancing and singing a lot but he never forced me to do any of that he actually did not like me like doing arts really he hated that like he's mm. the only reason why i ha- have like a lot of doubts right now like if i if i'm gonna major in acting or go like in a different but, way but your but your dad does does he want you to become an actor or he does not he, he does hates not. it he hates that but i'm just like why would you like but then he connected the, yeah why would you movie? why would you give me the opportunities to do it and then you tell me to do something else yeah no i bro because like i totally relate with that too Mm -hmm. it's the same with me and my soccer situation too like my dad would support me and pay me to all these tournaments and all that and i'm I'm grinding i'm working hard and then my dad would one day come come over and say well not one day but like would always consistently say just do it for fun but you don't ever think of it as as your career and that's definitely a challenge so how do you personally cope with this type of challenge well there's like still a lot of stuff going on right now because i'm a junior i have to apply for a certain like major and i have to have a major Mm -hmm. and all my life i've been thinking it was like acting and film production and film production is also like business he wants me to do business Mm -hmm. he wants me to do business and economics and i'm just like bro like i can't i can't do that like (laughs) i have nothing connected to like business i haven't done anything towards that (laughs) yeah because those people who apply to business they go to all these tournaments and they compete and then they they have all these you know resumes of oh interned here interned there but no exactly but that's not your direction like literally for the entire summer you're acting yeah it's not and so (laughs) i tell my dad i'm like why are you doing this right now and he's like you have to have other opportunities in your life you can't Mm. be an actress and i was like why can i not be an actress he's like um it's just the wrong it's just wrong (laughs) and i'm like oh and he's like it can be your hobby like you can do (laughs) it if you want to do it but like you can't have it as your like life thing like he just thinks that you can't sustain yourself yeah like he think he would he say things like oh you know actresses they'll be just on the streets and then (laughs) would he say say these things to you or he tells me that basically acting is like you, you like it's risking like you you're risking your life basically because mm. you don't know if you're gonna get into a lot of stuff you know if you're mm. not gonna be acting in a lot of things mm-hmm. and getting money for that but business is like he's like i know oh, it yeah. i know it yeah I'm like oh well and then uh-huh. i told him yeah I'll, I'll do business like i'll follow your path mm-hmm. but then acting is something i enjoy doing yeah i will be doing that yeah so one part of you still sort of you know complies but then that's that's sort of like a kind side of you but then in deep inside your heart you know you still want to be an action but how do you um personally cope with all these challenges like how do you develop your mental strength to to sort of know what you want to do and even though other people might tell you that you know that this shouldn't be for you how do you stay ambitious and stay driven on your goal just listen to yourself listen what you want to do in life and set up a goal Mm -hmm. like set up a goal for yourself if you want to do something do it don't listen to others like 
I've been listening to my dad for the for my whole life. I do thank him for a lot of things, but like I don't want anyone to live my life because mm. when, for example, when I die, like <laughs> I wanna like I wanna be remembered. Yeah, I don't want to be someone who is like, oh, I haven't done anything in life. No, and yeah. <laughs> obviously, like I want to do something I enjoy doing. I don't want like people living my life and doing whatever they want to do with my life because it's my life. I'm not gonna be like, oh. Like, here you go. Like, you can, like, tell me what to do now. Like, I can't do that because um, I looked at my sister, actually, my older sister. Mm -hmm. And she, like, my dad forced her to do a lot of things. And I looked at yeah. her and I was like, I'm not going to be like that. I can't do this. Yeah. Like, I don't want to live like that. Yeah. So I wanted to change something. Mm, I love that. So you said you have a bunch of sisters. Wait, are you the... Are you the like the youngest? Bro, I'm in the middle. You're in the middle. <laughs> in the middle. That's the worst. No, middle is the best. No, no it's you, not. Why? You don't get anything. No one listens to you. No, yeah. I feel like my my younger brother has the most respect in the in the family because like <laughs> you you can there's there's people up there you can look up to and they will make all the mistakes and you be like okay this is this I can avoid these mistakes and then you can still be in a kind of dominant position where you still are a leader in a family in some sense that there's still people younger than you so you don't have to like step through all the minds and then you you can sort of still lead i don't know <laughs> anyways i just feel like being a second child not second child but like middle child is actually good anyways coming back to um your acting career mm -hmm. so how did you sort of make a name for yourself you did mention that you you first went to la how did you go from zero to sort of like, you know, you're just a girl from Kazakhstan to getting like all these commercials and, and how did you sort of go one step at a time? Okay, so um, as I said, I started in a really small camp. Mm -hmm. Like I started in a small camp and I thought it was like, oh, this is just like a, like a random play. Mm -hmm. And this time I was like, oh, um, I should try myself in something new because uh, all my life I've been doing, like, swimming. That's, like, what I was doing my whole life and skiing. And I was like, oh, I should do something else. And so I go to this camp, and they actually choose me for a role. And mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, this is so fun. And then my dad sends me to L.A. And then mm -hmm. I act in this, like, um, other camp. And Claire Chubbuck, she is a really, really famous um, director. Mm -hmm. If you know... Um, what's it called? Vampire Diaries. Have you heard of that? Yeah, heard of it. Yeah. So her mom is the director of Vampire Diaries. Oh. And I was really surprised when she, okay, I had a producer mm -hmm. and she talked to my producer and she was like, and there were so many people in that camp. Yeah. And she talked to my producer and she was like, I really like this girl. Can we like do something with her? Mm -hmm. And he was like, um, yeah, sure. And then every single day she was like, like, Amira, I think you have a really good potential in your acting skills. They're, like, amazing. Like, I really want you to come back next year. Mm -hmm. But obviously COVID and I couldn't come back. Mm -hmm. And I still, like, text her and, like, we talk about a lot of things. But mm -hmm. she was the one who inspired me to do, like, acting. Okay. And she talked to my producer and she was like, I think she's really, like, she's really good um, at it. And, like, I think she should like do a lot of things with acting mm. and then i was like oh maybe this is something i should do so then we created a huge portfolio for me mm. and we started applying to a lot of like um different like commercials and i started auditioning for a, a lot of commercials 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it w- I was still in LA, by the way. Yeah. And obviously we did it in LA mm-hmm. and I got a lot of like, um, a lot of uh, ad- auditions for commercials. And then mm-hmm. I was in a lot of commercial beca- commercials because of that. And then I kind of left LA because of COVID, everything I had to go back home. Mm-hmm. and school started so i had no time to do anything else and i still mm-hmm. got a lot of a bunch of emails for mm-hmm. people to like tell me like oh we should do this with you we should do that and i couldn't mm-hmm. reply because i was i was in school i simply had yeah. no time wait as in an animator yeah animation was freshman year oh okay because i started like auditioning in seventh grade Mm-hmm. And then I started hearing back from a lot of like directors and um, people mm-hmm. through email, mm-hmm. and I could reply because I had no time to do anything else. Yeah, because you're stuck here. <laughs> yeah, I was stuck oh here. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so that's so bad that you know you're 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 at animation because animation is. I mean, it's still a good school, but it's just it's mm. so limited. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I get like there's still good resources and there's still good people mm-hmm. around. Like I, I get what you mean, but. Um, but like it's so limited, especially for you. You know, you can't. Yeah, for real. You can't really have the opportunities or resources to, to really pursue. You. I don't know if you remember Michael Leo. Do you remember him? Remember who? Michael Leo. Do you no, know I do not. Anyways, but he he's also like an actor. He's in USC right now. He he acted in like nine shows or something. It's pretty crazy. Mm, I was just wow. But like he 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 did say that here he couldn't do anything because it's so limited because there are not a lot of resources. And he went there. Finally, he can get all these connections, and because USC is like literally right right next to Hollywood, you, so he would just reach out and build all these connections. So actually, like location is is so important for. It is really important. I would agree on that. Yeah. No. I mean. So how did you sort of deal deal with that, you know, after after coming here? How did you still pursue your acting career? Because, I mean, yeah, you definitely stay in touch with the Kazakh directors I when, did, when, yeah. you, when you went to the Bodyguard Act. But did you do anything else? Or? There were so many opportunities for me to just go back to Kazakhstan because mm-hmm. I've had a lot of um, directors email me and tell me that there's a huge project coming, coming up. Oh you should go God, back. That's so back. sick. Yes, and I had the opportunities, and I did not come back because I was here for oh. academics. And I talked to my dad. I was like, oh, like, I should do this. Like, I should be there. Right would, there would there be a voice inside, deeper inside you that, that just wants to leave the school and just go back and just I pursue? I wanted to leave so bad. <laughs> I wanted to do, like, um, homeschool, like, I did, like online school. Yeah. And my oh. dad said, don't do that. Like, you're not going to have any friends. And your whole thing's only going to be about acting. And you know he doesn't like acting so like, <laughs> That's <laughs> tough. Yeah, that was kind of <laughs> That's hard. not true. Like, you can still, bro, like, if you're acting all the time, you can build, not, because, like, if you're here, yeah, you, yeah, you can build friendships, but it's, you know, all scattered. It's not, like, directed to, like, I'm not saying, like, friends here aren't good, but it's just, like, if you're there and you're building friendships, that could be more pertainable and relatable to your acting career too. No, he just didn't want me to do yeah. anything like just with, with acting. acting. Yeah, he just didn't like that the idea That's of so it. Bad. That's why he wouldn't let me to like go to, to a different school for that. That's so bad. <laughs> I mean, oh my god, I mean, hearing all these things, but I mean, I mean, I, that that must be so tough. Like, wh- how how do you envision you one day sort of dealing with that? Are you are you just gonna pursue your dream and? one day like once you're 18 just tell him you know what i'm just gonna do do my life and screw you 
I actually what? talked to him today, and you I did? talked to my mom, and I was telling my dad how you can't like control like whatever I do in my life for my whole life. I can't be doing whatever you want me to be doing, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like. If I want to do this, I, I, I'll do it. And I told him, I don't want to do whatever you want me to do. I mm -hmm. literally told him that today. And he said, okay, fine. And I was like, so I'm literally going to go for acting. And he was like, yeah, but your like, um, minor is going to be business. <laughs> like I'm, I'm still you know, like I can't I can't move it. <laughs> I just separate from business. Like oh my god, he's obsessed with business. business yeah. yeah, and my mom, my mom is like supporting my dad. My mom's like, but he's trying to open like a lot of like opportunities for you, and you want to like do whatever he wants you to do. Just do it. Yeah, but but they don't understand because they're not in your shoes, and and you you know what you want and. You know, Let's be for real. We know more about colleges than our parents do. Like actually, like for I'm not real. Gonna lie, because mm -hmm. <coughs> I was talking to my dad the other day. Um, actually, just yesterday too. <laughs> but I was talking because because I got into USC right, mm. and I'm so psyched because you course. know it's the number one school for communication, and I want to do some acting in college too, but not like serious, serious. I'm not gonna be an actor media but i do want to do and bro like you know usc is crazy it's right? crazy and then their business school is still good like they, they have all these great programs that's like top yes overall the school is like ranked like 20 27th or whatnot but but i was just talking to my dad right and my, my dad was like you're such a failure like why 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 did you um he was like Look at your application. You could have gone to Harvard. You got Yale. Like my friend's my friend's son is getting to Yale in Columbia. And and look at you. You know you went here you three years. What did you do? You came to freaking USC. Like yeah, you're so lucky. Blah, blah, blah. So he was like that. But it's just like I mean, it's just like because like even if I did apply to Harvard or Columbia, I probably would, still would have picked USC. You know, it's just because like they don't understand that colleges is just not for a rank you know it's not just for oh, that yes for oh that u.s God. news number one school it's so it's so much more than that they're just looking at names it's just they're looking, looking at names. names like like yale harvard like like look at the look at the actual like major but like my dad wouldn't look at my major in those schools he wouldn't see what like program they're offering you know yeah what like ranked as good for acting what is not you know and i'm just yeah. like like just look at that not at like the names the names yeah like for real and like like now yeah even if you would get into harvard or something yeah, you so i wouldn't go there yeah you would pro you definitely wouldn't go your your dad would be like oh let's go you're crazy amir why are you not going but but that's because like that's not where you want to be and that's not what you want to do in life i feel like that's just and something our parents would never understand yeah and, and so I, we can't like do anything about yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's just we just love you. Anyways, coming back to your acting career, <laughs> <laughs> how so? How do you sort of stay motivated and, and continue to develop at, as an actress, even though you're here? You know, because there's not a lot of um, opportunities for you to act. Like, do you still train yourself to improve, or how do you? How do you <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a really funny thing to talk about. <laughs> Um, it's kind of personal, but I'll tell you. So yeah. whenever I'm in my room alone and if there is no one in my room, I just open up random plays. Like I Actually. open up random plays and I start acting. 
And this one time, I remember someone walked into my room, and then I was like, oh, can I actually act in front of you? And, like, I'll show you, like, what I do. And then this person was so amazed. <laughs> this person was like, what the hell is this? How do you do this? And I was like, I don't know. It's just, like, something I love to do. And, like, I open up random places. Like, it's just in my head. Like, I, I just want to do it. Like, it's not, like, something... I like it's my hobby or like whatever. I just love doing it. Like I open up yeah. like a random play and I start acting. Acting, yeah. Or like I open up a random song and I start like singing, singing it. You yeah. know, like it's just like that. It's it, just like it, it's it's you don't consciously think that you're training. You you just love doing it. Yeah, it's just natural, I guess. It's just and natural. I also have like a counselor that talks to me all the time about acting and film stuff. Uh. And she is always like every single week I have to talk to her about whatever I'm doing with my life. Mm. <laughs> and and she's like, "Oh, so how, how is like you like, how's your um film industry acting is going on?" And I'm just like, "Well, I actually did this play." I actually read this, I read that, and it's, like, really interesting to me. And I remembered this thing when I started acting, mm -hmm. um, why I loved this whole thing. So, basically, my dad was, like, you should go to the school, which is, like, the LA school. Mm -hmm. And he brings this huge book that is, like, this thick. <laughs> he drops it in front of my face, and he's, like, read this before you go. Uh -huh. And I'm like, bro, I'm not going to read this. This is like so boring, probably. Yeah. I open it up, the first sentence, and I'm just like, this is so interesting. <laughs> it was all about acting. And then from that second, I knew I would be in love with acting. What, what was this book? It was it was a book about like, um, f like famous artists, famous actors, actresses um, in the whole world. And they were talking mm -hmm. about their journeys. And they were talking about how they acted, what their mindset is when they go up, like, and mm -hmm. act in front of others. And I was like, this is what I do. This is what I think. This mm -hmm. is, like, what's in my head all the time. Really, yeah. Yeah, whatever. So like, Yeah, and I'm never nervous. Whenever I want to act in front of someone, I'm like, okay, sure, I'll do it. You do it, yeah. Yeah, like, it's I, it's just fine for me. It's, like, really interesting. It's hard to do on the podcast, but if it was, <laughs> if it was like, a bit, if it's, like, talk show, I would be like, yo, do like, it. Yo. What's, what's this book called, by the way? Do you remember? It's um, so interesting. You can, I think you can type up, uh, I think it's like a hundred, a hundred things from Chubbuck something something. <laughs> Is it a Kazakh? Book no, it's or? it's an American book. It's a really famous book actually. But I'll I'll find it and I'll and I'll just Chubbuck. send it to you. That's so interesting. Power mm -hmm. of actor, the Chubbuck technique, it's something like that. Anyways, yeah, yeah. Coming coming back to coming back to that. Um. So do you, so speaking of your mentor or like your counselor, does your dad pay for that? Mm, yeah, my dad That's, pays wait, for that. I'm so confused because you said your dad give, gave you this book and your dad also um, found, found you this counselor. Why, why I'll tell you a little secret, actually. Okay. Um, this is not my counselor. It's my sister's counselor. And I just borrow her like every week <laughs> yeah and then i don't tell my dad actually like i never tell him like oh don't, don't I'm about let him to listen to this podcast <laughs> can like, never listen <laughs> like i'm about to be i'm about to like meet my counselor okay and um this counselor is for actually for everything like she mm -hmm. um helps me with 
everything like whenever i i asked her if she could help me like revising my like essay for colleges she would like look at and she's like she, she's the best counselor you could ever have yeah. but she also knows a lot about films a lot about actor actors and acting mm-hmm. and so my dad doesn't really know what we're talking about with her mm-hmm. so he doesn't Oh care. yeah, so he's he's not that involved. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. And you you mentioned you had this producer um back in LA too, mm-hmm. right? Was that sort of something that your dad found for you or was it just that they saw your talent and they just wanted to, you know, help you? Well, and this sign producer a contract with you or This producer kind of like is in love with my dad and he has been asking <laughs> if you have any like um so like like whatever daughters or sons to like <laughs> do this since <laughs> yeah to, to go like to la and then uh, he mentioned me and um and then they actually looked at like a lot of my pictures a lot of things i've done uh-huh. and this producer was like i'll take her and uh-huh. then i come or, like to la and he's like wow like she's really good uh-huh. and then um there was a huge thing going on with him, so we kind of dropped him. There was, like, <laughs> a lot of bad things happened, like, oh, no. with him. So we kind of dropped him, and I was like, okay. I'm actually this. curious. What does your dad do? My dad can my dad is a businessman. Or? You can search him up online, actually. Um, Crazy. It's, his company is called Ar- Orbis. Orbis. Yes, Orbis Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. I saw Orbis, Orbis International. Orbis Kazakhstan... Orbiskz.com mm. is a multi-profile using dozens of enterprises in various sectors. So, what does it what does it do then? He has companies like around the world, basically, like wow. here in Kazakhstan and like every like just like everywhere. So he just has a lot of connections. A lot, there. like a lot. He does a lot of like car dealing. And uh, like ag- agriculture, no stuff. wonder why your dad wants Oil. you to go to business. Yes, of course. <laughs> and he sees like the potential only in me, like the most potential in me. Besides, like, because I have like five siblings, I told you. Yeah. And whenever he tell like talks about like his business, he's like, "Oh, Amir's gonna do it." And I'm like, "Why me? <laughs> why me? Because I don't get it. Why?" He's, he's just too talented. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. no, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Not in that sphere. But yeah. Um. On acting, what was the most memorable experience that you had? Okay, the most memorable, um, it was when we were, like, filming this huge movie. And um, there was this, like, one scene Mm -hmm. that I had to be there for, like, the whole night. So I arrived at 7 p.m. And um, I had to leave at, like, what, like, 11, like, 11 Mm a.m. In the morning. And I didn't sleep for the whole night. I was mm. really scared for this scene. I didn't know what it was going to be like. And so um, it was a scene in the basement, actually. Mm. And it was like um, in a house. and Not in a house, actually. It was like in a building that was never even like... That didn't even have a name. It was like it was so we were so sketchy. Mm. And I was like, are we actually <laughs> filming in here? And they're like, yeah, we are. And we went to the basement. It was so bad. It was so dirty and everything. <laughs> oh no! And the scene, it was so like, like it just like showed like it revealed a lot of things that like girls go through. Mm. And if you watch a movie, um, it's a scene where I cry actually, mm. and I didn't pretend. I was actually crying because 
I, you know how like some actors remember like sad things in life and then they cry about it? Yeah. I was in that moment and I cried because of this moment that was happening. Wh- what happened? What was it? I mean, you can tell us about this scene. Okay, I'll tell you about the scene. So basically, um, there were these girls trapped in um, like like a basement, I would say. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of like guys would, you know how like, I don't know if you can talk about this scene in the podcast. I mean, I think it's, it's uh, yeah. Is it, it too central or is it too... Yes. S- Okay, I mean, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, trust me, it's fine. Um, and basically, this girl, these girls were trapped in this, like, basement, and I was one of them, so they took me, and I was, like, in the mm-hmm. movie, I'm, like, 16 years old, and um, it's a scene where all of them were gonna get raped. Mm. Like, all of them will be, eventually. Mm. And um, that's when I realized that a lot of things going on in the world are, like... Yeah. Like this is like insane. I, I was looking at this and I was like, "What is what? What would be if I was ac- actually in this situation? Like, what mm-hmm. would have happened to me? Yeah. Like, I don't want to die. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was really scary. And I look at all of these girls and they're like crying. It's, obviously, it's all acting, yeah. but they're all like crying and um, like they are like almost like dying. They they haven't been sleeping. They haven't been eating, yeah. and it's all like dark. We use a lot of dark lighting in there and um, a lot of moonlight in there. Mm. It was really interesting, actually. Mm. But when he walks, like, when the bodyguard walks in to, like, save me from all of the things, and I was, like, that was the moment I was about to get, like, killed or, you know. Yeah. And he walks in, and I understand, like, I came to understand. I was like, wow, like, this is actually so scary. What if he would have, like, never, like, came? That would be so bad. That would be so scary. Oh, yeah. And then I started crying because of that. But that was the worst scene because we had to do so many, like, retakes because of a lot of, like, people um, who weren't, like, working well. And I was like, I can't can't keep on crying, like, 100 times. (laughs) It's so hard for you. (laughs) Exactly. It's a lot of, like, different angles. Like, they would have camera there, camera there, and I'd be like, oh, like, this is so hard. And then they just stopped it, and they were like, oh, in two hours, we're going to have another scene. And um, it's when that he saves me and we run from the building to another building and they were going to film that and um he was getting shot like he was going to get killed there like that place and they were like but amira like you're you're not in the scene so you have to go um and sleep in this like bus (laughs) for two hours you have to just like go there and like get some rest but i'm sorry they put so much like like fake makeup on my face um because of like the filming and everything yeah a lot of like powder and stuff and i wasn't wearing i was wearing this like um like random shirt Mm -hmm. and it was so dirty and they put so much dirt on me Mm because like i'm in the basement i'm gonna get raped right now Mm -hmm. and um they put so much stuff on me and it was actually like actual dirt and i had no other clothes and they were like you have to go in the bus and sleep there for two hours and i was like okay so i go into the the bus and there are five girls sleeping there and i have to like sit like this for two hours and just like sleep like that you know like this is so bad and i have this makeup on my face i have all of this and i'm just like i'm still in that like phase like i'm still so freaking scared and it's also like 3 a.m yeah and like i'm scared someone's gonna come at me right now yeah so that was the hardest scene that 
That's that was the hardest moment for me, actually. Wow, that's that's such an emotional and touching story too. I mean, mm -hmm. to to think that out there in the world that these things are happening on a not on a daily basis, but it happens a lot. Like, you know, you my my parents will always tell me this, but they will always say like, you know, just there there will always be people sort of like you know, in China especially, you know, like kids, young girls getting like you know kidnapped and then you know locked up there was like this this big news before where there was this girl she was um she was like locked up in a cage and was like fed like horrible horrible stuff and and was like raped like all the time and and had to like give birth like what 10 kids 15 kids it was just so that's bad. horrible it's horrendous like, like she she was living literally like like what like like a pig you know like because she was kept in that Oh, my English. And when you think, <laughs> when you think yeah. about those things, you're like, "This is like actually so scary." And so that moment, it was like all natural. Like I yeah. didn't have to think about anything else. And what other challenges, or what are some of the biggest challenges as as an actress or actor? Like, would these emotions, would these traumas stick with you? And yeah, it's actually it's actually really like. Um, how do I say this? Emotional. When you go out of this like phase of being like a child who's like, like fourteen, sixteen years old, right? Mm. And then go into this phase of like academic weapon. Like you have to work <laughs> so hard, like an NH. <laughs> like from this to that, that's so hard. Like you're still yeah. in that phase of like this whole like giant project and the like this like premiere I had this year. Mm. Um. I saw the posters and everything, and I saw the movie myself, and I went to that into that phase yeah. again. I was like, oh. <laughs> but then I had to go to an image. So. <laughs> it's okay. Some of the challenges yeah. of being an actress um, mm -hmm. or like acting. So, because I wouldn't call myself like as a professional actress, but some of the challenges are if you if you were given a certain role that you can't do, that you simply can't act. At, like like for example, if you were given like. A role that we're actually doing in our class right now. Yeah. The shy one. I can't do that. Like, for <laughs> me, it's really, really, really hard. And I have to work on myself a lot to, like... But, I mean, that's a good thing in some sense, too, right? It is a good thing. you're challenging yourself and, yeah. and doing something that you're uncomfortable. So, you're getting better. And then you can perhaps get more roles in the... Yeah, because you want to act as yourself. Like, when yeah. you go into a movie, you're like, oh, I want to act as myself. Yeah, exactly. Because those, those are the best actors. And I saw, you know... The, I forgot his name, but the the actor that acted Joker, you know, he literally <laughs> locked himself up in in a hotel for two months, didn't didn't talk, and just had to really and starved himself. He went from like a hundred hundred eighty pounds, hundred ninety pounds, all the way to like hundred fifty pounds. You know, it's crazy just to really get into that character. So he was just being completely real, and I mean, he won the Oscar for that, deservedly, but. Yeah, actually, I actually did kind of like a similar thing yeah. with this scene. Um, I tried to like imagine if I was in this situation and I starved myself the <laughs> last summer. I literally like, and it was so like so emotional. It was so hard. And um, my mom was looking at this. She was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, this is acting. And she's like, Bro, this is not acting. What are you doing with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> and I would lock myself Just in the bathroom, and wow. I'd be like pretending as if I was in that scene, because that what that was what my 
um, producer would tell me to do. Yeah. And uh, I would follow that. I would be like doing all of those things, and it was scary. It was so yeah, scary. Definitely. But yeah. But but that's that's what it takes. Like those are challenges to to really help you get in character, and I mean. That's sort of like the physical aspect. What what sort of things do you do to prepare mentally for for different roles and for especially like challenging roles? It's actually kind of easy for me to like really? if I see a, like I see like I read a certain role like in my head, I just imagine that I'm this person. I'm in this moment right now. I have to forget about any like stuff I did in life about myself, about who I am, mm-hmm. and I just go into this role as if I'm a new person and I'm this person. Mm. That is so acting. you can just yeah so you just sort of flick a switch in your brain I and do. you think differently and you become a complete different person yeah i try to like i try to think differently not myself would that be challenging at times like when you feel like you don't know yourself at all you know like who, who's a mirror you know i'm all, i could be this i could be that you know yeah was, that would was that, that, <laughs> that would be a thing actually <laughs> i actually talked to my mom and i was like i don't I actually don't know who i am <laughs> like whenever i talk to her about acting things she's like i mean i don't know what you're saying but you can go act <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean yeah i think that then that that is you you know like mm-hmm. the there it's some boot it's it's like a buddhist thinking that there is no self like so that you don't define yourself so that you become you know just you're you're just you i don't know if that makes sense mm-hmm. like but jack that makes bruce lee had this quote but be like water so that wherever so so when you're when you're in a cup you become the cup mm-hmm. when you're in a bowl you become the bowl i think i've heard of that you, you've heard that I think yeah I did. bruce lee quote it's pretty famous but anyways what would, what advice would you give to like you know young actors who are sort of like just starting out like sort of having because you you definitely had a lot of connections and you sort of had this you know, it, it's like a snowball. It sort of, sort of just grows, and you have producers, all that, and and obviously talent is sort of like the what what triggered everything. But um, ha- what what advice would you give to someone who was like starting out and trying to get into this business too? Um, actually, I had this like whole thing going on when I would finish college. I really wanted to go back to Kazakhstan and teach younger people Mm. and have my own like um school for acting Mm. and for like people who are starting to act and i actually do have an advice just set up a goal for yourself and try to think differently and not like as you would um in that moment like for example i I, it was really hard for me um with all the circumstances happening in life Mm -hmm. since i didn't know what i want to be and like i wanted to do in life and it was really hard for me and like um if you set up a goal for yourself then just do it just like like actually just do it don't look at anyone else and don't listen to anything else in life or like whoever um tells you what to do and -hmm. just follow your own path and mm-hmm. not someone else's or like my mm-hmm. dad's for example yeah. that was like that 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 is the biggest challenge is to stay true to yourself yeah to really like if you want to be an actor and if you want to be an actress do it just like don't sit there and like do nothing about it mm-hmm. and if your parents say no it's such a, like i've heard so many stories about like um someone wanting to be an actor or an actress and their like parents not allowing them to do it mm-hmm. i'm sorry like you you are like a different person like you do what you want to do and not like what yeah you're in charge yeah Yeah. 
You're in charge of yourself, exactly. You like, just take responsibility. Yeah, because because there are two ways of approaching this. You know, you can you can do nothing, and then all you do is just complain and complain about, oh, my parents suck. My parents don't let me do this. Don't let me do that. Yeah, and now what? You know, you're you're still you. You're still in that situation. You're still not the person that you wish you want to be. Like complaining doesn't solve any issue. Yeah, like stop yeah. complaining <laughs> about stuff and do something about it. You yeah, know? exactly. Anyways. I mean, you you mentioned you want to change, you want to start a school, right? Mm. Eventually, why why do you want to do that? Okay, first of all, <laughs> um, this thought came up because I was like, my dad wants me to do business. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I have my own company, and having a company <laughs> is do? business. Wait, oh yeah, it is business. Or, or or do you mean like you're gonna start a company? Or you already have a company right no, now? No, I will. Like yeah. when when I grow up, I want to go back to Kazakhstan and show that there's another way of approaching like the film industry because our film mm -hmm. industry in Kazakhstan sucks. It sucks, <laughs> and this is the first movie um, called The Bodyguard, mm -hmm. um, which is which is taking a different approach to life. Like it's so different from what like people have been doing in Kazakhstan because we have been doing a lot of like comedies and stuff and like um just Kazakh stuff and it's like full-on Kazakh language you know mm -hmm. and this is like a whole different thing mm -hmm. like it's like shooting and like all of that you know mm -hmm. it's like a different like a whole different thing because our um director came from NYU actually oh really yeah and uh -huh. she was like, I'll do this, like, whole new thing for, for Kazakhstan because, this, like, um, we shouldn't be just focusing on um, all the Kazakh people and all the, like, traditional and cultural stuff we have yeah. been doing. Yeah. So she, she just tried to change it. And I was Innovation, like... Innovation, yeah. And now I'll do it. I'll go, I'll go back to Kazakhstan. I'll show you guys that there is a different approach to this. Different approach as in more... As in thinking outside the box more? As yeah. In more outside the box, more outside of like um, our country. And because everyone thinks, everyone goes and watches all of the movies. They're all like about like comedies. They're all about like, they all like make you laugh, you know, and mm. all of that. And it's like the movies in Kazakhstan are really weak mm. and they're lacking something. And mm. they always have the same actors do the same thing. They don't have like different actors auditioning for anything else, and they always have these old people do it, like, <laughs> like, like these old people, not like younger people. Uh -huh. And so I want to do something else, something different, because I know I like lived in America, so I'll just bring yeah, you, something you, from yeah. America to Kazakhstan. You know, I, I love how you want to sort of take charge and, and inspire the next generation. I mean, was there was there anything that sort of calls out to you that 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 you felt the need that you should be the person to do this like why 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 should it be amira not someone else like why why are you going to be the one to do this well because no one else is gonna do it i don't think <laughs> i don't think someone else is thinking about this um no. but um mm -hmm. okay so there was this poem actually i don't remember i think it was by mary oliver mm -hmm. that inspired me mm -hmm. um so basically we were actually reading it in class mm -hmm. and it's about death mm. <laughs> it's about death mm -hmm. but she's talking about like when death comes blah 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 and um she says that she wants to be remembered mm -hmm. i want to be remembered and mm -hmm. i want to be remembered by the people i grew up with mm -hmm. by the kazakh nation like 
and not the America because I wasn't born here and mm -hmm. it's not my country. My home country is Kazakhstan and I want to be remembered by those people. I want to know that I left some sort of impact. A legacy, I, yeah. Yeah. And that's powerful. That that I respect that a lot. Thank you. I respect that a lot. And I mean, what do you want to accomplish as as an actress, like separate from from the school, just as an actress? What would you wish to accomplish? Oh, there are a lot of things I actually want to accomplish. <laughs> um, okay, so I was thinking of like. Um, Kind of having acting as like I do want to act in a lot of movies. I actually auditioned for Stranger Things that didn't go well oh, as I planned, yeah. and I want to audition for a lot of other Netflix movies. Mm -hmm. I do want to do that when I like grow up and I become like kind mm -hmm. of famous, you kind know? of famous, so yeah. that like people know who I am in order to be like in a certain like like good movie. Mm -hmm. Um, but after that, like, I don't want to be acting for my whole life. Yeah. I don't want to be doing that because I know, like, it's risky. And so... And there's more to life than just mm -hmm. acting. So after that, I w actually want to become a director. Mm. I want to have... I, I want to make movies. Mm. I want to produce. I want to do stuff. Like, mm, I so told cool. you I want to have my company. And maybe that's not the only company I want to have. Maybe <laughs> I'll, like, spread it around through <laughs> Europe, through that's uh, so America. Sick. But that's yeah. so sick. That's wow! You're really ambitious with this. I am. Love this, and I mean, you you did mention a good point that fame seems to be very essential to 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 all so sort of like what you want to do, right? It is. I know some people don't want to be famous, and they're like, "Oh, like why would you want to be famous and and everything?" Yeah, famous is the key goal to achieve whatever I want to achieve. Like, I want people to know who I am. Like, I wanted people to, like, know who, like, Amira is, you know? Yeah. So just not just, like, sit there and, like, be just, like, an actress who no one knows about. Like, acting, actri actresses and actors have to be famous in order to achieve something, you know? Yeah. So, like, for me, it's, like, essential. Like, I want to be... No, you want to be famous. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's it kind of sounds weird, but, like, yeah. when you actually think about it, like, like, deeply, then you understand that it's, like, a key how how do you sort of chase it though it's 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 what what is your approach of of thinking of how you want to be famous because i mean famous i dude i totally uh, agree with you like i swear <laughs> i mean for what i want to do in life like exactly like i i i, I agree with almost everything you said that you know i, I want to do similar things too mm. i want to start a school too and i mean my reason like is similar to yours mm -hmm. still slightly different as in like how am I going to approach it? But it's just like thinking in a new way because Chinese education sucks and it sucks <laughs> balls. Like, dude, people go to, bro, they do, they're literally robots, you know, sit in a classroom. All they do, like from 6 a.m. to like freaking 5 p.m., just fucking test upon test upon test upon test upon like fucking lectures upon lectures upon. Like there's no creativity. And that's why you look at all these Chinese companies. What they do, what do they do? They just fucking copy ideas from America and just make it better. Like that's you look at that's any, real. That's, that's so every real. fucking thing. Like fucking phones. Yeah, it's same. It's it's just like they Huawei took Apple's idea and mm -hmm. then just took it and make it better. Um, what's it called? Like and, and and cheaper and cheaper. I think cheaper is more essential. So that's why every everything's made in China. Yeah, it is cheaper. Right? It is cheaper. It said that's why people would still want it. But 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 like you look at Chinese movies. 
it's it's literally like scripts copied <laughs> and then it's songs same thing i get so pissed whenever i talk about this is because because it's just like bruh there's I get no creativity what you mean, though. i get what you mean yeah and that's it's all the same thing right it's all the same thing every single every single time they like give movies there's all the same thing and you want to change something about yeah, you it that's what do i want to do yeah exactly and and and, and the core core cause of all this mess is is with education and because the education didn't doesn't teach innovation doesn't teach thinking because see teach. if no one's gonna do it i yeah. do it like yeah. i'll do it i don't want to look at it you know i respect that mm-hmm. you know just you, you you said that earlier like don't just sit around and just like talk yeah about don't it do just, that like literally and stop stop complaining i hate when people are like i can't do this because this I can't just yes you can just stand up and do it. it's not that hard mm. Like, I mean, it, it is kind of hard <laughs> in some no, sense. No, yeah, it is. It, it is hard, but it's it's not hard to like um, move yourself around stuff. Like, it's not hard to. It's hard to say like, oh, um, it's so easy to achieve that, right? But mm. when you actually, when you're the person who achieves something, and you look back at yourself, and you're like, wow, did I actually do that? Like, you're like, wow, did I, like it's it's amazing. And then you tell mm-hmm. um, others like, I've done this. And you can do it too, you know. S- being an inspiration yourself, setting an example. Mm-hmm. I fucking, ah, I fucking respect you. Like, literally, that's 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 my mindset too. That's what that's why I do podcasting. That's why I also do like a bunch of other stuff too. It's just mm-hmm. like I just keep doing 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 the stuff that I I mean I like, and also like it just inspires other people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, anyways, coming coming sort of, I think. We've covered a lot about like your acting career and everything, mm-hmm. and sort of I want kind of want to shift gears to like the final questions for you, mm-hmm. like the final three. So, <laughs> are you ready? Of course, I'm ready. <laughs> First question for you: What do you think the bigger picture of life is? <laughs> well, I was kind of thinking about this. So, the bigger picture of life for me, for me, is I actually hate when people like meeting people who have no goals in their life who Mm. say like oh i actually don't know what i'm going to be doing with my life Mm. like what like Mm. hello (laughs) um like okay you don't have like you you're not thinking about the bigger picture okay of your life but please do have a goal because without having a goal you're not like without a goal you're not a person for me Mm -hmm. because with people without goals they don't go anywhere Mm. like they just stand Mm. and i don't like people who are standing i like people who are moving and (laughs) moving to their goals and achieving their goals because um if i meet a person who has a goal and Mm -hmm. and they tell me like oh i want to be this i want to i want to be that and i I achieved something i did something for it i worked for it and Mm -hmm. i'm like wow i'll be your friend (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's for me it's having having a goal and moving towards that goal Mm. Just having having a purpose, having yeah. something that you want to do in like life. Like even if even if there there are a lot of there's a black line that you're gonna go through, obviously there's this dark. Th- there are a lot of dark moments you go through in life, mm-hmm. and as su- as long as you know what you're doing, and as long as like, um, you're just like doing something in order to get get rid of those like bad moments. Um, there's gonna be a white line at the end waiting for you. And that's hmm. what I was thinking of. 
Interesting. Interesting how you phrased it. What do you, what, can you elaborate more on the black line and the white line? Or what do you mean by that? For me, for me, I would always think of a black line and be like, if I'm going through like a huge like moment right now and mm -hmm. it's like really bad mm -hmm. um, or like something is not working for me, mm -hmm. something uh, like I've been thinking about like for, re for mm -hmm. really in times like not working out and I'm thinking about it like it's just time. Like everything is time. Like mm -hmm. everything is time for me. And um in like mm -hmm. I'm thinking about like, oh, in like two weeks, this whole thing is gonna be is gonna I'm look I'm gonna look at it and it's gonna be the white line. I'm it's gonna be so much different. And a black line is like dark stuff and like mm. all the like things you're going through that are ba bad. Mm. And in two weeks I'm gonna go and um I'm gonna look at that like dark black line. I'm gonna be like, whoa, like I actually went through that. And mm -hmm. right now it's the white line and I have to enjoy that. And the, when it's the white line, <laughs> when I tell you that, I'm so happy, like, through that, like, phase mm -hmm. um, of having, like, good things going on for me, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm, like, I get, like, really lucky. I get so <laughs> many opportunities. And I'm, yeah. like, this is the white line. I know it is. And I have to do something. Also, when it's the white line, I also have to, like, achieve something through that. Yeah. Before that. But, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, like, I... I, I I totally agree with you. I've never th phrased it like that before, but mm -hmm. I, I, I totally agree that there are dark moments in life where mm -hmm. you sort of suffer, you know. I, I, I mean, I believe in God, so I, God sort of puts puts me through all the crap, you know, like tests me and all that. And then after that, you know, there will be bright moments where sort of things, everything seems to go right now. And then you, and then like you said, you sort of take charge and, and and do something about it yeah just do it and then god will like place you and like put like yeah. a stop you know yeah and of course happens. because you know every every black white shift is a time for you to evolve mm -hmm. into a next level you know like a next version is like it's a test yeah it's a test um anyways second final question for you what are some non-negotiable values that you have for your living you say that <laughs> That's that's a hard question. It is a hard question. Um, I wasn't ever thinking about that actually. Mm. Can you like rephrase? Yeah. That okay. So, what are some values that you have that are so essential that it's non-negotiable for you every day that you have to you have to obey by these values? Okay, it's okay. actually kind of easy now. <laughs> um, for me, my family, mm. like. Whatever I do, everything is for my family. Mm. Whatever I think of is always about my family. Mm. And why it's that? It's because when I was going through the hardest things, my family was always there for me. Mm. And it's not just like one person for my family, it's everyone. Mm -hmm. And we have a certain approach in our family. Every single day, I have to talk to my sister. And if I don't, like, we're not sisters anymore. What? Yeah. Really? Like every, every single, single day, sister. I have to call her at like a certain time. Uh -huh. my older sister and I have to talk to her because um, at that certain time something might happen and it's kind of like a thing we have to do every single day and I'm this close to my family uh -huh. that whatever they tell me to do I will always like follow that I would always like because it's so like inspirational except like, for your dad though <laughs> <laughs> no whoever but, I, I mean am, you would still listen to yeah of course well whoever I am they built me my family yeah, built me like of course to whatever I am right now. Mm -hmm. And I really appreciate like everyone. Um, and I don't know, it's just like, I value my family a lot. And just like, it's a really, really um, sensitive topic to me. Mm. 
Are there any other values that you sort of have with um, apart from your family? There are actually a lot of values, but it's what like, are the most essential, like like that you would use in the daily basis. Like, for example, I can give you an example. For 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 me, it is to improve, to get better. To I hate being in the same place. All oh my over. god! Oh you my know god! What I'm saying? I hate that. It's just like if I if I look back at myself like two weeks later and look back to that guy and I say, "Oh, I'm that same person," and then I look at like what I've accomplished, like nothing. I'll be enraged. I'll be like, "Fuck you, Channon! What the fuck have you been doing? You're failing." <laughs> you know, I, I'll, I'll be so unhappy with myself. But for example, that's one. So I, I try to like journal every day just to say, like, "What what have I improved today? What have I learned today?" Something like that. Uh, but what, what what would your value be? Every single day is a competition for me mm. and for myself. Mm -hmm. I always compete with myself. Like mm. every single day, like I always tell myself in the morning. I wake up and I'm like. You have to do something today. Like it has to be like something good, and you have to like feel accomplished by the end of the day. Mm. And for me, it's working a lot on myself, and it's not just like academics. Like I try to finish everything, whatever I have, right? Mm -hmm. But it's also like um, achieving something throughout the day. Like oh, like even if it's like a small thing. Like I have to be proud of myself. Like I did this. Mm -hmm. I did that. And whenever I go to bed, I have to be like, oh. You did this, and this is like I have to be proud of this today. Like this is a thing I'm gonna, and tomorrow I'm gonna improve, as you said. Like mm -hmm. tomorrow's gonna be a new day, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna improve. And because um, like every single day I live and I and I think back and I'm like, I have to like um, make this the best day of my life because you you never know when you die. And so mm -hmm. what if I die today? You mm -hmm. never know. Like you have to do like the, the whatever you can. You know, and so um, I have to compete. That's like the hardest thing for me. Like I have to sit and do something. Like I can't just like like um, lay like and say to myself, "Oh, I like I I don't have anything else to do right now. I mm -hmm. shouldn't be doing anything." You know, mm -hmm. I feel like I should. I should be doing, and I'm also like a junior. Like it's so hard for me. Like I have to be doing something. Whenever <laughs> I go to bed, I'm like I can't. I have yeah. to do something. <laughs> I I fucking love that. Um. Anyways, last question for you. If there's one thing you can say, um, if there's one advice you can give to a younger version of yourself, what would it be? Stop. <laughs> Please stop <laughs> just sitting and not doing anything. And that's what I did actually when I was young. Uh -huh. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't think about anything. And I feel like, um, the biggest advice I would give to myself would be think about the future. Mm. Think about what you want to do in life because mm -hmm. if you won't, like if you're going to, okay, li like if w some people say like live in the present. Mm -hmm. I understand that. Yeah. But also think about the future. Yeah. And I Definitely. would tell that to my younger version of myself because I wasn't thinking about it and... But when you think about it, there's actually so much to it. Yeah. There's so much. And then and then that's where your goals come from. Like yeah. in the future, I want to do this. It's a goal already. See? Yeah. So just like that. like Just like that. Just think about the future. Don't just think. Just stay there. Love it. That, that was amazing. Mm -hmm. I mean... Did you have a good time here today? I did. Thank you, Shannon. <laughs> Thank you. Was, was this... How is this compared to other interviews that you've done? 
Okay, first of all, <laughs> other un- interviews were so formal, like, <laughs> and I needed to know the answers for like the exact questions. You have to, because I had to, I had to memorize up. them. Yeah. I can't mess up. So I'm just sitting there, like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's so rigid, and I don't feel you're authentic when you're doing that. Mm. Like, I mean, yeah, because like you're scripted. You're 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 not you're not being the moment. You're not being yourself at the moment. You know, you're not saying what you really feel or what you really want to say maybe. and that's every actor everything is a game for mm. you like you have to act yeah everywhere if everywhere. you become a famous actor you act you mm. have to act every single time every single second you know that's true and that's that's probably like the biggest challenge as an actor or it actress. is it is but it's improving it's a, it's game better yourself. yeah no because yeah. because yeah when you go out and you deal with fame you have to put on a personnel you, you have do. to you have to be a likable person, you know, mm. <laughs> in some sense, so that you. Because you want act. everyone to like you, obviously. But it's impossible. That's the yeah. toughest part, is to understand, grapple with that. It's impossible to maintain all these, and and that's the most frustrating thing. But 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 also, it's it yeah, that's very challenging. Like sometimes, you know, when when I feel like you know, oh shoot, why why do so many people like dislike me and all that? Like I feel bad, but then <laughs> I just have to acknowledge and just say, oh shoot, yeah, no. Like you can't make everyone like yeah, you. Yeah, you know? can't so make everyone like you. Just, just so that you have to find out who you really are, and then just be that person so that you actually attract people that fucking love you. Like, there's a difference between liking and loving, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's it's been such a such a great like it's it's it is my honor to have no, you on thank today. You. It's su- it's such a good time, such a good conversation. Yeah, I love it. And you, I knew so much about you that didn't. But anyways, for listeners, thank you all so much for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.